Welcome to Two Watch Who, a Doctor Who podcast. I'm Mark. I'm Sarah. And I'm a Doctor Who fan. And I'm new to watching Who. Yes, watching for the very first time. Very first time. I think it's going to take us a while just to get back into that. <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes it comes out a bit different, doesn't it? Maybe. I don't know. I don't think about it too much. I don't think about it as much as you think about it. Or sometimes okay. you don't think about it. Yes, exactly. I forget. <laughs> um, well, you join us, listener. Oh, I did forget last week. Uh, to do a, mm-hmm. a, a proper intro, didn't I? So I'm going to make up for it this week. And you oh, join okay. us, listener. Welcome to Nerva Beacon. And I've just woken Sarah up from cryogenic suspension sleep. <sighs> so <laughs> welcome, Sarah, to Nerva Beacon. <laughs> Is Golden Girl still on TV? Oh, no, that finished about a million years ago. Oh, shit. I woke up a bit early. Uh, June woke up a bit early. We watched some TV, and then we thought we'd wake you up. Oh, neighbours! Is neighbours still on TV, Mark? No, neighbours is not. But all the <laughs> videotapes have been cryogenically suspended in in the archive. So we're all going to watch that. And you get Noah round. <laughs> going to get everyone over. <laughs> I'm not for smart Noah being round. <laughs> Noah can do one. <laughs> right, so it's the it's the. Can we start with some updates. Okay, yeah. What what have you got an update? I've got a cold, so I yeah. apologise if I cough. Well, I was going to say we did skip over you having COVID last week. I think a bit too quickly because I was just I meant to say you know when we started the podcast we were all about the COVID updates and the it's together and you know if you told us back then when we started. <laughs> <laughs> that you were going to get COVID, we would have reacted so so much more, I don't know, urgently, I suppose, wouldn't we? And yet the world has moved on. So many people, have, apart from Mark, so many people have had it. It's coming, love, it's coming. Yeah, so I just, yeah, I just thought about that. You know, when we're doing like the arc or something and it was all about the, the COVID and stuff. Yeah. If I would be like, oh yeah. Now we're just it. like, oh, Sarah's off with COVID. Exactly. It's <laughs> funny how the COVID diaries are still going. But this isn't COVID. This is just a cough. I've got a cough. I've been testing. I'm testing negative. It's just a cough. Also, thank you to our coffee members because I also have a new mic wire. So I sound nice, apparently. Yeah, we did have some. We are recording online and we did have some technical issues when we've recorded online last time. So we managed to fix Sarah's mic. So, <laughs> so thank you, coffee members, because you're allowing me to sound better, even though right now I sound awful with my cold, but thanks. We're like um we're like Noah and Vira. <coughs> we're like Noah Sorry. and Vira talking to each other across the beacon <laughs> in different rooms. Yeah, sure. Hear me, Vira. Anyway. Um <laughs> I have an update as well. Look, sorry, everybody. I know I always talk about Neighbours on here. This is not a Neighbours podcast, but I think the storyline of Neighbours has to continue on this podcast for a little longer. I forgot to tell everyone. Well, not of Neighbours, I hope, because there won't be much to update. No, no. I meant it's just finishing, that, I meant that It's the, over. I meant the VHS saga. Um, okay, okay. Just so we're clear. Just really quickly. You I are forgot. aware it's over. Yes. I've accepted it now. Myself, I've accepted it. Caroline Ford has accepted it. Bonnie Langford has accepted it. 
so I sent off these VHS tapes, I forgot to tell everyone, to uh, the mega fan who, oh, still, yes. mess- yeah, who yeah. still messages me. But there was a little bit of a plot twist because he wanted me to send these videos to his friend instead of him for whatever reason. I did what I was told and I actually did send a box of 14 videotapes to Ireland, his friend in Ireland. And <laughs> so then I got a message from him. Yep, they've arrived. And then I got another message saying, um, <laughs> can you send me the files? Because my friend won't give me the tapes. <laughs> so whoever has just stolen these tapes from, well, I don't know. I've never met this person. I just got told to send them to Ireland. So I did. Whoever has then just blocked it's him, so apparently, ridiculous. never spoken to me and run off with them tapes. Um, and then he's messaged me again, it's actually. so funny. He's messaging me going, can you get them back? I'm like, I've never spoken to this person. You're the one who told me to send him to Ireland. So I did. So <laughs> I'm still getting those messages every day. And he still has not got his neighbour's episode. I can't believe he's asking you to get them back. Like, you've had no correspondence with this person. I gave him a choice. I said, okay, do you want me to... I've got the tapes ready now. I know it's been a long time. Do you want them to Australia? Or do you want them to this friend of yours that he was mentioning? And he said that. So... I did what I was told. Anyway, so it's now he's now harassing me for these tapes, which I now don't have, and someone in Ireland has. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> so there we go. That's I the also love that's something that would happen in Doctor Who, and the tapes got stolen. Like I was going to say, this, is this happening underground with all these missing episodes? Is this maybe. is this what happens? Maybe this is maybe you know, Power of the Daleks is going round to Ireland and then somebody else and then somebody else. Who knows them people in their basement? But the guy in Australia just messages every single day. I honestly would have had enough by that. Like my theory is that this person suddenly received the tapes. They never asked for the tapes. They now are aware they're gonna get like you know, constantly badgered by this person, so they've just blocked them. But today we are talking about the Ark in Space. So this one has got quite a good reputation. It's one of the more favoured stories, I think, a lot of fans. Back in the day, back in the 90s, for sure, this was in people's top ten. It's always a classic. I've never heard anybody talk badly about the Ark in Space. Um, Okay. So... It came out on video quite early. Yeah, I mean, it's one I'm fairly familiar with. It's okay. It felt sort of very adult. I don't know. It felt very grown up. I don't know. It's got a more, a different feel. And this was the first one. So last time, Robot, they filmed that at the end of the last season. This, they've had a production break. There's a new producer. And I think you can sort of tell it's got a definite different feel. And this is sort of where the fourth Doctor's time starts properly i think it feels very different the set is great like there's a lot of really positive things about it it reminded me a little bit of mm, gosh um they were on a flying spaceship that makes absolute that what, a doctor who story down. yeah yeah a doctor um, who story they're on a flying spaceship dalek invasion of earth it's like in the future there was oh, i want to say are. it was like but no, 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 no. It was, but it was around that time. The wheel in it was space. Someone... Yes, wheel in space. Oh, Mark, how you are? We are so in tune. Like... <laughs> well, never beacon is like the wheel. <laughs> in the future, you got that. Well done, you. I still, I can't believe you talk about the wheel in space. Uh... <laughs> I can't remember the name though, could I? But it kind of reminded me a little bit of that in terms of like 
Because in the Wheeling Space, we had the two love characters, didn't we? <gasps> Tanya and what's his name? Oh, no. Oh, I can't remember. Tanya with the nose. Tanya with the nose. Yeah. And not Errol Flynn's son. I can't remember his name. But we had all that as well. And I don't know, it just it had that sort of feel to it, but like better because the sets were better and, you know, the story was stronger. And But it had that sort of feel to it. Well, we watched this completely separately, these four episodes. Yep. Uh, which is a shame because on the Blu-ray, they've updated the special effects. We could have had Nerva Beacon in CGI. I, wa- I watched <laughs> it with CGI. <laughs> so it looked even better. I have great parts. I'm just going to go through my notes, actually. That first episode, I was really hooked because, and I've never noticed this before, it's very much like a Terry Nation part one. It was, actually. In fact, I think I had to look who the writer was for the story. Mm, so, obviously, it's not Terry Nation, but it's the, it's the setup. They're, they're sort of on their own. There's no other characters. Companion gets split up. They're investigating. The monster appears at the end of part one. It's got, it ticks all those Terry Nation boxes. And I, I think I liked part one the best for that setup. Oh, clothes watch, you said you liked Sarah's dress. Let's start with that. Yeah, I did. I liked the dress when she first came out. I liked her dress. If Every time it was on screen, I thought, I like that dress. Yeah. And I forgot to ask you last time, I think, what are you thinking of the doc- you know the doctor's outfit with his scarf now? Are you, you knew that he had that scarf. I like how he's using it. I like how it gets used. It's so long, I keep thinking he's going to trip up. Like when he was running, there were times I was thinking, don't trip over your scarf, don't trip over your scarf. That's where I'm at with it. I like his jumper. When he hasn't got his jacket on, he's got a nice sort of knitted cardigan jumper thing in this one. I quite like that. It's a good pattern. Oh, okay. I don't think I noticed that. Although with with Sarah and the clothes watch, she goes into that suspension and stuff, and then she's just in that white futuristic outfit. So I don't know what happened to that dress in the end because she doesn't get it back. I know. I love it. It's, I won't fit in it, but I love it. It's somewhere in like the recycling shoots of Nerva Beacon somewhere that it's like... That's the saddest part. It was a nice dress, that. <laughs> yeah. I did like her futuristic outfit, though. Reminded me of... Um, oh, uh, in the house... Yetis, Victor- but maybe it wasn't Yetis. Victoria, Evil mm-hmm. of the Daleks. What? No, oh. I don't think so. Yeti, maybe, no, or, or um, I always make some up Yeti and um, Ice Warriors. Mars ones. Ice yeah, Warriors. Ice Warrior one. Oh, Miss Garrett. Yeah, Miss Garrett's outfit. It reminded me a bit of that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's futuristic, but it's it's very bright. It's very clean. I don't know, It's a bit. it just seems a bit more believable than we've had before in a way it's just it is a very strong episode there's a lot of thought that's been put into everything here and yeah it doesn't seem because i don't know in the 60s or even in some of the other ones where you know like miss garrett or something they're all in those they're all usually in a onesie or they've got like weird pants patterns on there you know or something like that weird but here it's like okay there's a reason they're all in suspension they're in those really cool like that set with everyone in suspension it goes up and up it felt like a proper room. The whole set felt great. And even when they were moving around and the different sets that they had, it just felt really grand. It felt really good. I think it was maybe around the third episode. I was like, this set is brilliant. I mean, they're going off onto different, you know, we had the original set from that first story where they were just in those two rooms. 
And then you go in and we get the, the coffin library thing. And then we go off and they go off at, in the tunnels and into other parts of the ship. And I just thought, this is such a cool set. So I thought, actually, maybe we could go through sort of character by character for this one and just see where we are, like we used to do. So I'm going to go straight into what I want to know first. How, what are you thinking of Harry? Oh, well, I'm not at the minute. And it's not his fault. It's just been, it reminded me a bit of Dodo. And you know, her first story was a bit like, eh, and then she sort of settled. It felt really like English character. Like, I say, blah, blah, blah. Like, I don't know. But that is Harry. That is Harry. He's not getting involved. I noticed he's not involved. Like, we're comparing him to Ian, but we compare him to anybody else. He's not as involved, like, whereas. He's sort of a follower because it's him and the doctor in that first episode a lot of the time. Oh, yeah. like, Harry loses his shoes and he's walking around in socks the rest of the story. I thought that was quite funny. Oh, poor <laughs> yeah. Harry. I, that made me sad. I kind of gave it like that that space. I was all right with him just following because this is his first story. But also, he could have got a bit more involved because he's a medical professional. And I know it's like space medicine and he does try and there's some of it he. He doesn't understand, but he is left to help revive some people. I don't know. He could have got into that a bit more, I thought, and been a bit more, how can I help? What can I do? And get that side of things and work with the other crew. But he doesn't really have that chance. And this is another thing. Going into Sarah, I wrote down, now that Harry is there, I felt this was a weaker one for Sarah. Sarah ended up being more of that screaming companion role to be rescued and is that because harry is there now as well i don't know it's changed the I dynamic think Sarah a lot. was too bad actually well okay that first episode isn't great for her because she gets no trapped. but it is actually because everything about it is sarah as in sarah does go off and do stuff and she's always done that it's not really her fault that they're like doors shut and she ends up but all of that sort of going off so venture that is what she does. That's no different. She's also getting stuck in. She's willing to go in the tunnel. And I loved that when the doctor was like, damn it, and it like pushed her through. I was like, that's her. That Her whole character, and he knows that, is like, you don't get one over on me. She's tough cookie. And I think, yeah, I, I felt like it was all very Sarah. Ironically, I, did, I felt that the Harry that we'd seen on Earth with Unit was not this Harry. Like the one on over, he was getting more stuck He was learning. He wasn't as like, I say, oh boy, that sort of thing. He was more like, and maybe it's because he was amongst the other unit people that I didn't notice it the same. So, you know, that could be on me. Okay, well, we'll give him a chance. It was his first time in space. Yeah, I kind of feel like if it's something like that, a lot of his story was a focus on constantly getting Sarah back from these situations, which, you know... That's always been a thing, though, hasn't it, really? I don't know, I just felt she was a bit more... I felt she was a bit more useless in this, that's all. Maybe, yeah, just trying to get that dynamic because it's three of them. We haven't had three of them for a while. No, and I think that's what it is. I think it's just the writers working out where the balance is between the three of them and who they are as characters. It wasn't the best introduction story for Harry in terms of being a companion. I think I would have liked him to have been a bit more abandoned and seen how he coped with it okay well we'll see how that develops then yeah i don't know it's just more natural i suppose for sarah to go off 
I don't know. I just don't think it was a good one for for her characters. Apart from the tunnel moment, that was her best moment in this. That was fun. Oh, the tunnel moment that was, was great. It proper made yeah. me chuckle. I had yeah. a really good chuckle at that. So then the Doctor's character then, how are you finding him in this? Because he does take the lead and he's still being that alien that's sort of thinking a lot of stuff on his own. I thought he was great in this. He's got a lot of authority in this. Do you know what? I just felt this, he was settled. He knew who he was and he knew that he had like the upper hand because it's a space thing as well. And actually... I was thinking about this while watching it. There's just fewer characters to be competing with. So, like, the first story, it was him and the Brigadier and Benton and then this new Harry character that they're sort of interested in and Sarah. So, like, there's five characters there that we... Well, four plus this one that they're trying to get us to know. That's a lot to be competing with, particularly when you're trying to introduce yourself Whereas this story, it's it's just the three of them and then the side characters. And don't ask me, I mean, I just remember Noah, Noah's Ark, and um, and then the woman, and she, they was, and that, like, don't ask me anyone else's names or anything. And if she was Jane? <laughs> Vira. Vira. So <laughs> <And Jane>. <laughs> can't remember. It was a few days ago that I watched it, okay? Jane. She looked like a Jane. <laughs> oh, yeah, she does a bit. Um, <laughs> well, it was really just them two. Um, there is a June and a somebody else, which I've written down. Um, but no, it's, yeah, it's a small... I like that, though. I like that it's a small cast. I like it, And I think that's why it works well for him suddenly to be... He's not having to compete in the same way against these other well-known characters. He can just sort of establish that he is leading and... And I think maybe that's another reason why they gave the other two characters the back step so that it established him more. You could do, though, this script is amazing. I think you could do Ark in Space, the stage play. I could see that happening. The curtain opens and you've got all the people in suspension and you don't have to change the set very much. I also saw, you know, I've not seen the film. It's called Solaris with George Clooney and it's a space film. Um, And they did a stage production in London of it. And that was very much like those kind of sets. It's all like white and all they did was just... Where did you find these? I don't know. I don't know. And that was all sort of white corridor type thing and you just had a few sort of cubicles. And I think the stage rotated. Uh, That's how they got round it. So um, you could do that. You could have that and then it rotates round and you're in the Wirrins bit and it rotates round again. I'm all I'm all for sci-fi stories adapted to the stage, is what I'm trying to say. I know you are, love. I know. I don't know if I'd see this on stage, though. Why not? I don't know. There was some dialogue in between that was a bit like... Ooh. Oh, uh, do you know what? This has reminded me as well. I was going to ask you this. As a, as a new-to-who person... Right. Uh, I don't know what people's opinion of this is. So I was looking at a couple of clips of Ark in Space on YouTube and the BBC official Doctor Who channel has clips up there. But what they've done, and I'm not sure why, maybe to appeal to a wider audience, they have put they put up episodes, they do cut-down versions. So the Ark in Space cut down to 30 minutes has been put on and they cut them down to like 25 minutes, 30-minute versions of these stories. Oh, wow, okay. And they're all up there for people to watch. 
Um, Why am I not doing those? <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, I didn't want to tell you about that. You're not doing those. Well, you don't get you don't get those good moments. You don't get the atmosphere moments. It's very much a sort of highlights reel of them. Um, and I don't know who really they're for because I think if you are into Doctor Who and you want to get the DVD and watch it, you don't want to watch the sort of half cut down version, do you? I don't know. I guess like if you don't have, I mean, may, how long ago were they done? Were they done before BritBox and they were on BritBox? Uh, no, the last couple of years, last year or so, they're still putting them up. Mm, oh, interesting. Because I was going to say, like, if you don't have access, then maybe it's a way you can access them. Maybe not so much UK or America, but other countries. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. But I wouldn't want... I don't think you can cut this down to 30 minutes. No. And actually, I, I mean, I say about the talking... Because I wouldn't cut the talking. It's not like it was padding. They didn't feel like there was padding. It's just explaining. And sometimes it can be a bit explainy. There's not much sort of action as such in this one. It didn't really build to that much of a dramatic, you know, we've got to do this, we've got to get this. There was a little bit of that when they were trying to get rid of the women and stuff. But it is a lot more, yeah, explaining atmosphere in four parts rather than your... You know, they're not running around as much or we got explosions as such. Like, but I, I don't know. I think the script is so strong that you don't need it. That's sort of the style of this new Doctor, these new these this episodes, maybe. I don't know. I mean, like, for me, this is the first one. I don't really count the first one, which is weird, isn't it? I should do. There's no reason why I shouldn't. But I don't have in my head that that is... I just feel like that was the story that we got him, but this is his first story? Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I think a lot of people think that. Okay, I just want to talk about our characters then. So, Noah, you did not like Noah, did you? Oh, no, I did not. He reminded me of all the weird baddies that we've had in the past. I don't know, I just find it really annoying. But he's not a baddie. He's taken over, and you see that struggle of him, and he goes sort of gets taken over, and then he's like, "Oh, Vira, help me!" And then he doesn't. And oh no, I know. It just felt really hammy. Oh, okay. I thought it was very dramatic. I thought it was great acting. Maybe it's because of the music. I don't know. I just it sometimes it would like his like at the start his annoyance at the doctor and them. And basically be like, no. Like, I was just like, oh, gosh, I'm going to And then, yeah, there was a lot of up and down with him. And I just found him very frustrating to watch. But maybe that's just me. I don't know. I like seeing that struggle on that. I thought it was quite scary sometimes. He's, I mean, okay, he had the bubble wrap hand. Uh, and he's fighting oh, yeah. with that. <laughs> the bubble wrap hand was hilarious. Because I was like, anyone can make that costume now. Yeah, but this is, you've got to think, this was before Bubble Wrap was a thing. So this is the costume. Yeah, this yeah, is exactly. The designer. When you said that, I was like, then it would have been cool to see. And like, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. He's holding his hand up. He's like, ooh, like this. He's, um, I think he does really well for that. Like, that's difficult to act, I think. And you feel, I felt like, sorry for him. I didn't, actually. I felt sorry for her, Jane. <laughs> Vira. <laughs> So did you like Vira then? 
I did. Okay, so my so I amused myself <laughs> because because oh <God>. <laughs> I like Vira. I think Vira's great. But Vira, um, in the credits, everybody, you'll notice she's played by a great actress called Wendy Williams. Right, but the only Wendy Williams that I know is that American talk show host. That you've used so often on our Twitter and stuff. So it's, yeah, in my mind, that's that's who Wendy Williams is. Um, so, everybody, I thought, what would it be like if American Wendy Williams was in the ark in space? Well, you don't need to wonder <laughs> anymore. <laughs> Because here we go, here's a clip of Wendy Williams in the Ark in Space. Fire. Fire. Well? There's no time. In my mind, getting stronger. Must save our people. You must. that chap sounds in a bad way endoparasitism he, he talks to himself sometimes because he's the only one who understands what he's talking about she's got a point the women can do that we have no chance at all complete physical absorption life could be worse no not really this is the worst but i must talk with noah you'd better come with me he trusts you i want to hear if the killer's coming and noah has passed the command to you your duties have been widened what am I going to wear? How am I going to walk? What wig should I wear? How am I going to act? Am I going to cry? Keep back. Don't touch me. No, Halloween's not my favorite thing, because I always feel as though that's a free pass for the killer. How much time do we have? Time. Before the women reach their adult form. Feels near. Very near. Tearing free and in the great blackness rushing through. Oh my god. Mm. I can't. Get out. Oh my god, I gotta do that thing for Nickelodeon. Oh my god. Let's go back. I love you for watching that. If you've ever wondered. Hilarious. <laughs> Hilarious. I think Vira is great. She is going to be up there. She's up for a Oscar because she's a great supporting character right through. She goes through all that stuff with... Oh, actually, also, Vira and Noah. I'm just saying, new couple of the uh, no. 70. Oh. No. Why not? I can't do with Noah. Also, they don't spend enough time together. Like, okay, going back to the wheel, we put those... They were like a solid couple. Do you know what I mean? Like, half the time... He's out of it, and she's just sad and not understanding. She's great, though, because she goes on such a journey. Well, no, she says when he dies, um, they were pair-bonded, so they were sort of like... I know. Like, they were but together. Because, but you, yeah, but, like, they're not in terms of what we see as the story. Yeah, well, because he gets taken over by a woman, like, straight away. <laughs> yeah, but we're going to go for what we see, Mark. And what I see is they ain't pair bonded right now, so... But was it his love for Vira that kept him the human side of him? And then, you know, when he's a Wirren, he gets the no, flock out. he probably out. was just a captain and knew that he had to have sense. But So, so he wasn't doing it for Vira at all? No. 
<laughs> okay, well, that's your reading of it. I will take it that they're a couple of the 70s <laughs> until we find somebody else. No, I love her, though. Um, so funny, this afternoon I was watching, um, I don't even know how I got on it, a video of Anna Wintour uh, talking about, I can't, it was like a 73 question sort of thing that Vogue do, and they were doing it with Anna Wintour. And one of the things is, they asked to like put down a phrase that you hate people saying or asking telling you about and she put uh, my journey and I just said like to you then Farrah went on such a journey and I was like oh Anna Wintour would not approve I would not be invited to the Met Gala (laughs) well she steps up actually she could be up for a hero award as well because she wasn't she she's put up in charge she loses Noah she's got to revive the whole of the human race Pretty much on her own. I mean, there's June and that other guy. She's got a lot to do. Uh, and she's okay by the end of it. She's like, she has that little smile at the she, end where they go She's accepted what's happened. She's like, but she's also, she listens. And to begin with, naturally, she's, you know, sceptical of them. She learns to accept them, listens to what they say, but also remains very strong to who she is as a character and isn't just like, oh, these people, oh, like, I think she's really good. Well, yeah, they don't have much choice. They've got the doctor's the only one that knows what's going on, so he's the one that you know he's proved right straight away, and they trust. Yeah, they trust him. If she was a bit spacey and a bit less human and a bit more untrusting, it would have been a bit of a tiresome. But she's quite spacey because she's very sceptical of their language and the words that particularly Harry Harry uses. Yeah, yeah. that's quite funny. That. But that adds a little bit of humor. You need that little bit of humor. And I suppose that's what Harry brings. All the sort of funny moments. And and actually, he calls Sarah old girl quite a bit <laughs> as well. And talking about Noah and Noah's Ark, though, has also reminded me of... Because um, actually, I was thinking, in Noah's Ark, the actual like Bible story, obviously there's Noah. I, I wonder what... Is the wife, is Vira based on a, a name from the Bible? Maybe, probably not. I'm sure he did have a wife, Noah. Yeah, but I wonder what her name is. Um, I remember having, or I don't know, it was in school or something. There was well, Noah's not his real name. They say that, don't they? They've named him Noah. Oh, as a joke from the. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so maybe they do call her. Yeah, maybe that. Maybe they do call her just Mrs. Noah as a laugh sometimes. (laughs) But um... not many laughs happening right now. Yeah. (laughs) No. But I remember the Dorling Kinder Street Illustrated Bible was quite cool, actually, because it had all these Bible stories in, right? <laughs> and it like, you know, like Joseph and his coat and Noah's Ark and stuff. Yeah. But what was cool about it, which I always remember, I need to track down a copy, it had all the story and stuff. But then in the at the bottom, it would have like sort of the archaeological sort of facts and stuff. So it'd be like the story of joseph and then at the bottom it would be like what was his coat would have what would his coat have been made of what are the different dyes yeah. they had around at the time and it would have like you know photos from like i don't know the british museum or something with like bits of cloth from i don't know whenever it was bc whatever or maybe not bc but yeah, uh, yeah. old cloth and stuff and with like photos and stuff all around it as well and i think there was like a noah's Ark. there was a picture of like what would would the ark have been made out of and all that kind of stuff. It was really interesting. So it had like the stories and the sort of like factual moments as oh. well. So if anyone wants to track that down, it's, I recommend it. <laughs> I 
as a Bible. I just had the James Bible, so mine was pretty standard and boring. So James Bible, James. Yeah, the, is it the King, not King James or? Oh, King James. Yeah, I, King thought James said, I thought you said James. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. No, so um, that, no, that was cool because it's got loads of pictures and these photos and stuff. So that's what I was thinking of. Um, what else happens? Well, I mean, the Wirren, okay, we haven't even talked about the monster. Was it exciting? No. Oh. I mean, it's not really about the monster as such in it's this. It's not. It's a great cliffhanger for the first episode, though. Well, where Harry opens the cupboard and it sort of falls on it. Yeah. Yeah, but it hasn't fallen at that point. He just opens the cupboard and it's there. Yeah. That was a great cliffhanger. That's good because you're, you're building up that you haven't seen anything for that whole story. Sorry, the other cliffhangers aren't that interesting. I think it's Noah saying, like, I'm taking over. And then the other one is, like, Noah turning into a weirin. They weren't exciting cliffhangers. No, but that one was. The first one was a great cliffhanger. Like, I was like, that is, ooh, yeah. What's this? What's happened here? And we've had, you know, giant things before. You know, we've had our giant maggots and we've had our giant spiders. And now it's our giant insect things. Ants. We have had giant ants before. Well, and the ants as well. So this is sort of like a merging of all of them in one. You've got your legs for your spiders, your anti bits for your ants, and your your blobby bits for your from your maggots. Because we've definitely had giant ants. We have. We have. At least once, maybe twice. Uh do you know what? You're yeah, planet well planet of giants and the web planet. Well done. That's our, yeah. our giant and ants. Which is the one what did we have when um they go into the tunnels. The maggots. Crabs. Maggots. Oh, Crab. Macro Terror. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, they're a bit disappointing, the costumes, I think, because it does look like someone just in a suit. Yeah. Um, you don't really see them. Well, you. I mean, you see the dead one, so they're like, it just looks like a suit. But when they talk, they're just this sort of flap that's moving with a whispery noise. I don't think they needed to talk so much. And I think they could have... I think they did quite well with them being behind the doors. You don't really see too much. You've either got your bubble wrap coming through or your pincers or something. Yeah, I'd have preferred more them existing like... um, You know, the foam did in the C1. And you didn't really see it, but that changed it. I'd have preferred more of that sort of idea than actually seeing it. And him turning one i think that was quite with the bubble yeah you are you're showing all your knowledge today how many references I have really you am. had Blimmin hell. <laughs> it's been 12 seasons so <laughs> there'll be some things by now <laughs> and uh oh yeah i've written about you know sarah in the ducting hero moment though as well um i have my notes tell me that the other guy is called rogan um, and he's the one at the end which sacrifices himself because oh yeah that was good. Man. So that, that was, there's yeah. good old Rogan doing that. We leave though. The last scene's quite interesting because Earth supposedly has not been populated for a, however many years because they've been up in this arc. And then the Doctor offers to go down and test the transmat. So him, Sarah, and Harry get ready and transmat down. Very quick costume change for Sarah. She goes off to get a coat and comes back in a whole new costume straight away at the end, in the, in the yellow jacket and new I jumper. I didn't notice that. She's in her white thing, and the doctor's like, I'll go and get my jacket. And she comes back, and she's in a complete... She's just got changed, like, straight away. God, I missed that completely. 
Oh, okay. So they don't go off in the TARDIS. They beam down to Earth, and that's how it finishes. They leave the TARDIS on Nerva Beacon. I completely did not, <laughs> you did not watch the end. up on that at all. <laughs> I thought that, I remember them being near the TARDIS, and in my head, they just went in the TARDIS. No, he's like, oh, I'll, I'll test that out for you, Vira. I'll be, we'll be back, and then they get in and go down, put their coats on, and go down onto the mm. thing. So that's how we leave it. Well, I'm glad you mentioned that because that is a good cliffhanger. Well, yeah, that is. Yeah, we haven't had that. It feels like it's a sort of a '60s moment. We don't really have that anymore. Where they go from like one no, story to something else. I like hearing it. I wish I'd like picked up on it more. I obviously was just like, it's near the end. I'm picking up on odd bits. I just, I don't know how I missed that. I don't know. There's a lot of talking. So overall, then, a good story. A good story. Good introduction to the new Doctor. Um, like, I feel actually very settled with him now. I'd give it a 7 out of 10. Because I did enjoy it, and there were some good, strong characters. There's, you know, some moments where I was like, mm, okay. But there was nothing that dragged. It's only four as well. I love a four, because it's not five or six. Like, yeah. So I'd give it a 7 out of 10. I don't know. It just lacks maybe a little bit of excitement. It's It's so well done. And it's it's just a bit I don't know, it does feel a bit more serious than it has done before, even though you do have a few moments here and there. No, I agree. It didn't have like suspense at any point in the same way. I I agree with you there. Well, it had sort of not really. I don't know, the music is quite uh standout in this. It's quite prominent. It is prominent. I'm not sure if it's a standout. I don't know, it just it stood out more. I'm not gonna play it like in the background while I'm working, let's put it that way. Okay, you can get the soundtrack of this on uh, CD, I can. think, uh, <laughs> if you do like the music that much. Okay, well, yeah, so we leave them, they go down to Earth, and the next story is called The Sontaran Experiment. Oh, we've had Sontarans before, haven't we? We have. Do you remember? What did they look like? Remind me. Don't tell me. I'll see him on screen. It's fine. Oh, it's um, th- you know, thumb man. Ah, yeah, yeah, with thumb, a cigar. Thumb man with a cigar. Yes, <laughs> from last season. Yeah, and what was it called again? Sultarans. <laughs> Sultaran. Sultanas. The Sultaran experiment. Okay. How many episodes? Two. Oh, even better. I knew knew you'd love that. I was waiting to tell you that. We haven't had a two episode for so long. What was our last two episodes? Oh, Oh, I don't know. A long time. It's like the 60s. So it's only two episodes. Banging. You're so happy. I'm so happy. (laughs) We will try and watch that together. They're very rare, two episodes. Very rare. I know. Oh, gosh, I'm so excited. Two. (laughs) I might remember everything. Yeah, it's already got like a 10 out of 10 rating. Um, well, we will see. We will see. The, well, we like the Sontarans, didn't we? So there's no yeah, reason yeah. not that it wouldn't be good. Uh, okay, well, in the meantime, everybody, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at 2 Who. Are people liking all this or that, by the way? Because, like... Are they, what, We're doing them every week. Uh, will they continue? Tell us what you think. Yeah, will they continue, this or that? Yeah, I've got loads planned. Like, between us, I check with you as well, but, like, 
Yeah. Or send in your suggestions. <coughs> Bless me, it just has to be something that I've seen. I can't ruin it. Yeah, the yeah, no, That's don't send spoilers to Sarah. Not that anyone has, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised I've never had to say that before to anyone. Uh, <laughs> no, no spoilers for Sarah. No spoilers, everyone. <laughs> uh, yes, so, and you can also support us at buymeacoffee.com forward slash to watch who. Everybody, please wish Sarah good uh, luck on selling her Hoover later today. Um, <laughs> she's waiting for somebody yeah, to waiting. come over. Do you, know, do you know what, though? Like, I really want to roast dinner tonight. That's my priority. So this woman, if like I'm getting my roast dinner after this, that that is what is happening. So okay, fine. Well, that's more important than selling your Hoover. So yeah, someone else will come. It's fine. Snooze, you're losing it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll see you later. Bye. 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 To watch who.